0: Welcome to the Bent on Better podcast with your host, Matt April. (laughs) Okay, never mind. You know what? This is episode 13. Let's go. Welcome to the Bent on Better podcast, where better means becoming the best you. And now your host, who has a sweet
1: spot for his wife's baked goods, Matt April.
0: What's going on, everyone? This is your host, Matt April, and joining us today is a guest that I'm extremely humbled to have. It is Scott Smith of MotivationToMove.com. Now, I have to be completely honest with you all. I am extremely, extremely excited to have him on here. I'm I'm a bit worked up. Uh, Scott in itself is quite the powerhouse. He has a phenomenal following. He is number three in iTunes for self-help. And you know what, Scott, I think you could do an even better job of introducing yourself. So please share with our listeners who you are and, and a little bit more about your story and then we'll, we'll get into it. Okay, Matt, calm down. It's okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Number three, I, yeah, I guess, well, okay, I'll be number one tomorrow. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Glad to be here. I got your email and uh, I knew you were kind of new in the business and you reached out and I love what you were talking about. And, and, and I love the fact that you're, you're a millennial. Because you know me, you listen to my shows these days. I'm I'm digging all the millennials coming to my show, but you know the the short story for those people who don't know me is I am from MotivationToMove.com. My Daily Boost podcast has been around since uh, 2006. We launched that show, so we were uh, around. You know, really, right in the early days of podcasting. And what's neat about it is that show has been in the in the top five since then. Uh, we were number one for about five years straight. We never left the number one position. Nowadays, with so many people entering podcasting, uh, we, we usually don't leave number three. We bounce around at the top. But what's really neat about it is we're affecting nearly seven hundred thousand people a month doing this. Uh, it's built a complete business for me. Uh, it's supported me a hundred percent the lifestyle that I want. And what's really neat is that it has gotten to the point now where we can reach out and and motivate and inspire people in every single area of their life. You know, I started as a as a former fat guy who lost some weight and did a a podcast about that. And then we started helping people a bit. I think that's been, well, you weren't fat probably, but your journey is personal development as well. And then I got into helping business and it just kept growing. And so now with this new resurgence of podcasting, all the young guns are coming out now and uh, it's kind of fun to get out there and play a little bit. So I'm happy to be here. I'm looking, looking forward to where, what do you want to know? Where, how can we help your audience? And maybe I can, uh, if, if, if in some way inspire them, I, I'm, I'm happy to do that.
0: I think a great way to start off this whole podcast and this whole interview with you, Scott, would be for you to share your favorite motivational mantra or maybe a success quote that you tell yourself. And I know you're not a big woohoo person, but if there's something that you can share with our audience just to kind of kick this interview off, I think it would be fantastic to hear.
1: Well, listen, I, I, I'm always saying limited woohoo interruption, right? <laughs> um, and I do that kind of purposely. You have to understand that, you know, I'm actually – I'm actually more woo-woo than most people think and when you listen a little bit more you get between the lines and you get off off the podcast into coaching and and events with me you'll find that I go pretty darn deep and I don't think I don't think you can do the kind of job I do that's you know 5 days a week 9 minutes a day uh, without having you know some pretty big depth to you so I go down there but but I choose not to share it I choose to be a little bit more mainstream and have a little fun with it um ultimately though without getting woo-woo you know I just kind of believe uh, that you really do have control of your own universe. And I think that's the control. That's the message you'll hear on my shows every day, that, you know, you really do have a choice. And there's a thousand, maybe a million ways to do it, and probably a million more reasons why you're not. And so the, my purpose every single day is to kind of talk you into doing a little bit. So if you get right down to it, my very first slogan that I used on my, on my first podcast was life begins when you move. And it hasn't gone very far from that. And typically, what will happen is I will always tell you this keep moving. Because, see, on a molecular, molecular level, if you rub your fingers together, if you just do that right now, everybody just rub your fingers together and start paying attention to what's happening between your fingertips. As you warm up those molecules and they start kind of moving, it starts to spread. And if you keep spreading those fingers more and more, maybe squeeze your hand a little bit, it goes right up the arms. And, and before you know it, your whole body's beginning to light up. And so, movement is key. If you're in a funk, if you're depressed, if you just don't know what you're going to do with your life, okay, fine. Listen, you're not alone. A lot of people are like you. And you can try to think your way out of it, and you can try to cry your way out of it, but that's not going to work. The only thing that, you, that will work, and you know will work, but you're fighting yourself from doing, is moving. So you'll hear me say many times, and you might even hear it again on this program. I always say, stand up, take a step, repeat. Go create the life of your dreams. Why would you stop before you got there anyway, Matt? Because it was too difficult? Because it hurt? Because it was hard? No, Wow, why don't do that. So yeah, I guess that's probably what I would say.
0: <laughs> you, you know what? I I couldn't agree with you more. That motivation uh, movement is really key, and I love your little your your introduction your to to podcasting, your your life begins when you move. I mean, honestly, after college for me, I was moving all my life, but it wasn't until after college for me that I decided to really start moving and my life began in a whole new way, and I'm now, every day, making sure that without a beat, moving, going to the gym, staying active, because I think not only does it help me with my, uh, my body and my functions, but it also helps me mentally, and it, and it really wakes up my brain. It does wake up your
1: brain. It wakes up your body. By the way, there's a, um, uh, there's, you notice people who exercise a lot look younger and have a lot of energy. I mean, you can look at guys who are like 70 years old that work out like really hard, and they look great. And that's because there are two ways to stay young, only two ways to do that. And it all comes down to your chromosomes. It comes down to what they call the telomeres, which are the caps on the end of your chromosome. These caps get shorter and shorter and shorter as you get older. and um and 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 frankly they're they're a third shorter in your first nine months of life. So they shorten a third because you're your cell duplication before you you know even are born. And then another third is kind of shortened throughout the course of your life. The rate of which they shorten is entirely up to you. And we can eat well and we can take supplements or a few ways to do that to actually be able to keep those uh, those telomeres from shortening. But the only other way that we know to do it is intense exercise. What's intense? Pretty much till you fall over. Then you get up and do it again. It really is very powerful.
0: So I'd like for us to rewind a bit and I want you to take us back to a time, Scott, when Maybe motivation and becoming better was not your ultimate goal. Oh, back to a time when it wasn't, uh, th- there was,
1: there, um, hmm, hmm. Think about it, man. Dude, you threw me. <laughs> Holy moly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, you threw me. I haven't been that, t- you just took me back to when I was your age, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but here's why you threw me. It's because I think I always had that desire. I think, you know, <sighs> God, I hope everybody has that desire. But I know that in the society we live in, there are certain people that have been raised in environments with certain families that don't have that desire to improve themselves. Um, it's been taken out of them. And you can see that in, in a lot of inner city areas around the world. Um, but I think for the most part, the way I was raised, a suburban boy in Manassas, Virginia, right outside of Washington, D.C., you know, I always thought that, hey, you know, uh, yeah, you, you grow up, you, you, you get better at what you do, and you do the thing, right? Um, but I had to find my way. And and I tell you, I was lost until I was about, I'm thinking now, maybe 25 years old. I had been around, uh, I've been working a radio, started out as a disc jockey, and I've been following that dream. And that I was working a part-time job in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I didn't have, enough, um, didn't have enough money, so I took a part-time job. And uh, my friend Larry hired me. Well, he wasn't my friend at the time, he just hired me. And then he became my friend over time. And Larry was kind of successful, and very successful as a matter of fact, and I noticed that. I man, how's this dude got this money? He's got a cool house. He's got a cool car. How's he got this stuff? I want it. And one day I asked him. I literally said that. And I don't know where it came from. I said, can you tell me how and what you have done so well to be able to get where you are? He was probably 15 years older than I was, I'm thinking. And that's in retrospect. It may, it may have been older. I don't know. Um, and, you know, he explained it a little bit, what he had done, some of the work he had done. But then he reached in the back of his car and he handed me a uh, uh, see you at the top which is the Zig Ziglar tape series that, uh, that made him famous. And he handed it to me, and it was like 12 cassettes, a Nightingale-Conant series. And he said, go listen to this, and when you're done, come back, I'll give you another one. And it, it took like a day, and I came back, and he gave me a Brian Tracy one, the science of self-discipline, I think, or was it self-esteem? I don't remember. That started it. So I think it was always there, but because of actions I had taken, I took a job, a part-time job, but I built a relationship with a man. I kind of got a mentor to take me under his wing, even though I don't think either one of us knew we were doing it. I think he probably saw potential, and then he said, "Here," and I ran with it. So that was probably the start of me taking
0: taking it to the level that I am now. So it sounds like Zig Ziglar and Brian Tracy and your friend were kind of those catalysts to changing your life. And and passively, he was becoming your mentor. What I mean, whether you guys realized it or not, like you said, and. And through that, you were able to become the man that you are today. But it was from that little, that little thing, that one, actually, that one moment when you asked that question. How you you asked them? You spoke up. You didn't just think about it yourself and and twiddle along on, on your disc or your records. And well, I'm not sure what what would you be doing back in back in the day at 25. <laughs> would you be using <laughs> records or would be yeah? T- oh my God! Oh no! Yeah, I had the uh, the uh, the.
1: Because I'm 55, so you know I'm like, like your dad's age, probably older. Um, what happened was that I got in the business when we actually spun some records, and then we went to cartridges, and then and then onto uh, onto CDs, and then onto computer playout. And uh, when I left radio, which has now been 15 years ago that I left full time radio, uh, we were on computers at the time, and I just transitioned from that into uh, into online stuff. But you know, to your point of the fact that y- y- there was a, a kind of a decision made about you know, well, how do you do this? That was a question I asked back then. And I think a lot of people do. Um, But it wasn't the first time. I had asked a lot of questions like that. I'm a curious guy. So, you know, I just, as you've heard before, success leaves clues. And I just kept looking for it. And I kept, I was very curious. I would just ask people, how'd you do it? And what I began to learn was it had nothing to do with the how. So let's go into the woo-woo. You know this. The how doesn't matter. You let the how take care of itself. And most people go out there and search the how. They want to know how to put it together. I live in an online world. You know, most of my business runs online, and that means I'm surrounded by people who are trying to figure out how to make online work for them. You are still trying to make your podcast work for you, you know, and all the technical to get it really to go smoothly, right? Mm -hmm. So the how is just something that happens. The how happens by neuroassociation. It happens by getting input to your brain, enough input and enough practice that it kind of changes how you think, and now you know how to do it. That's it. The how just happens. So it goes to the why. And ultimately, that's what happened because we chase what we want to do, but we don't know why we want to do it. And it, it, as a guy who's coached a lot of people, I can tell you that the why is always there. And, and I can always pull it out of people. It doesn't take me 10 minutes to do it. Because it's there, they just want to admit it. and Or maybe they don't have words for it. And so we'll use some neurolinguistic programming, use a little bit of kinesthetic or some visual or some auditory or or some kind of communication pattern to get them to open up. And they go, wow. As soon as you know why you're doing something, I mean, really why, not, not that you sit down and say, this is my why it's because a why is not that difficult. If you find yourself getting out of bed and doing something and you don't know why you're doing it yet, you just can't stop yourself. It's probably important to you. I mean, I hate to say it. It's that simple. So those guys gave me a little bit of the how, but as I bumped in the wall a little bit more, I understood, Oh, wait a second. Why the heck am I doing this? What, what, you know, I guess I kind of got the what at that point, you know, what do I really want? And it bounced back around to the why. So yeah, that was the beginning though, and it you know I, there there's so much input, man. We have something in in NLP called uh, you know nesting, and all that means is that you know uh, you know yes you can copy success, you can look at anybody out there who's had success, and you can ask me what I've done to succeed, and I will tell you without lying at all. And yet you're not going to get the whole picture because I forget almost everything because it's all nested inside my brain. So we have to be willing to go through that process to figure out all the little nuances that make it work, and that's where. That's where the why comes into play because if you don't have a strong enough why, you're not going to stick with it long enough to learn those little nuances to get what you want.
0: I mean, you 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 hit the nail right on the head and I think that my follow-up question was going to be, what was your favorite source of inspiration? But I think I should really ask, what was your why? What was, what was that driving f- factor? What was that part where, I mean, to steal your words, wh- when did you suspend your disbelief and really believe in your why? And You so, did listen to my show, didn't you? <laughs> this week, you listened to my show. <laughs> <I did. laughs> so what, what, is your, what is your why?
1: Um, my why has been, has been, uh, it's, I think I have a couple of them. Um, but I think the overriding why is, is I've always had a sense of winning freedom and control of my life, being able to do what I want to do. That's why I do it. Um, that's why I'm certifiably unemployable. Um, I, I, I have to do what I need to do. And yet I've also had this, this idea that I've always been a, a natural helper, and frankly, I don't understand why, because sometimes it drives me crazy. Don't people know I want to be left alone? I really do. I don't want to be bothered. I like to sit in my, my room and do my thing and then go present and come back. And yet I'm drawn to help people. And I just, can't, I just can't help myself. And I don't understand that one. But another strong why for me is I really believe improvement comes from entertainment. Um, and I've always had that. I've always wanted to affect people in a positive way. And although I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you that back in the beginning, I started out as a shock jock in my 20s. And I thought affecting people by making them mad was the way to go. I, it didn't fit me. And so I flipped it around. And here 25 years later, I've come back around to a positive way. So I think I've already given you some of that answer up and kind of working through it in my head right now. But very clearly to me, it's freedom of choice in my life and the ability to entertain people in a way that changes their life. Which is why when you listen to my Daily Boost podcast – uh, I think personally, and I don't know, but I think it's delivered uh, with personal development, high quality content in a way that's very entertaining and contemporary that nobody else is doing right now. And that's who I am. I can't do it any other way. So I, I strive to do that to have some fun with it.
0: Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more because you, you, your podcast is something that is different from the rest. I mean, you tell a story. And that's what I think I like about it the most is that not only are you sharing your your woo woo not only are you sharing your motivation and your positivity with the, with your audience but you're you're sharing it through a story where maybe it's not directly relatable in our lives but but when you share that story I mean your your story we can connect with it there it's there's a lot more to be said through the story than there is through just you spitting out facts or reading off quotes simply and I mean don't get me wrong I love my quotes I love my motivational quotes and uh inspirational mantras and so on and so forth but You share a story, and that's what really makes the the biggest impact I I do, I think. So, Hmm. Scott, can you share with us – can you share with me, can you share with us what you are most excited about right now at this current time?
1: Not charging anybody anything. How's that? Is that cool?
0: That's very cool. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> we had a paid podcast. I was one of the first people to start in podcasting, and uh, and I and I do I do I, I love stories. You know, stories sell, facts tell. Um, but I'm just a storytelling machine. I love doing it. Uh, one of my goals, by the way, I, I I rarely remember I had this goal. It's written down someplace, but it was the it, it was to become one of the greatest storytellers of all time, and uh, and it's just kind of a, something I work on every day. And I, I didn't know how it was going to come out. It's coming out very differently, I think, than I thought it would. But it's, it's working. Um, and, and it's just me. as I enjoy it. What I'm excited about is, you know, we were a paid podcast. We charged people for a lot of years. I made a great income doing it. And I was just feeling like there was some untapped potential there. I, the goal had been to go free a long time ago. But I, once you get into something, it's kind of hard to back out. So I made a, a a a goal. It took a year and a half. I told my daughter who works for me, I said, "Listen, I'm going to do this." and she agreed that we should. But we had to really turn the ship around because we were going one direction. we had to go the other direction. We had a full membership site with people paying me money every single week every every day I got money. and it was a lot of money. I could buy a house with that money every year and um and I decided that you know I've been very blessed i i'm I'm asked to speak often. I do keynotes all over the place. I'm asked to coach. I have a very high rate for that i've I have coaching groups that I do and we're, you know, I work together with people at a smaller rate and kind of to get out there and help a little bit. And one day I just said, let's do it. Let's do it. And, uh, and so we did, we, uh, we tested back in October. Uh, we went from a hundred thousand downloads a month, one nine minute show once a week. How's that? I mean, when you think about it, one nine minute show once a week, we're still in the top five. Um, you know, so who says you have to do a daily show to be in the top five, right? Just a good show people like, and, we tested it and I, I got the results back. Then I went to my audience and I, my members, I said, listen, guys, I think I'm going to be doing this. What do you think? And, and they were like, no, don't take it away. We'll pay for it. We'll happily pay you for it. And I just got the other feedback from the other side of the world. I got people like you sending me emails and I love the feeling I was getting. And so I made the decision and about 1st of November that we were going to turn it, turn it off. Uh, it took us uh, that time until the end of December to get it turned off because it was a lot of moving parts to it. Went totally free in January. Did almost seven hundred thousand downloads in January. Just exploded everything. In fact, the last two days our server's been down. We exploded it so much. Mm-hmm. So it's got me excited because uh, it's a it's a new platform for me. Um, it's opened me up a little bit. And, um, and frankly, it makes me, and I'm going to say this in the nicest, kindest way in case any of my members, previous paid members were listening, um, cause I love them and I respect them, but there was a little bit of a harness around me, a little bit of a noose around my neck. Whenever you accept money from anybody, you, you have to do certain things. And so I just decided I was going to kind of open it up and, and not have that, not beholden to anybody. And so that has me most excited because what I've seen from it so far is uh, because I've done this in a, in a, I think, a cool way, and and all the all the nice nice matches are coming back. You know, we're meeting some neat people, and opportunities are coming. and uh, And I will tell you this, and just to inspire everybody, um, the money that I gave up uh, was usually what most people strive for in their life. We gave it up. Um, you know, after buying a a new motorhome and all kinds of stuff just last year, uh, my wife's like, "What the heck are you doing?" we gave it up in december and february we will actually replace all that money from other sources and uh the business took off in another direction uh all because we had the nerve to go make the change so don't be afraid of making change you corporate guys in corporate jobs who don't want to leave your cubicle i'm not talking to you matt no i'm not (laughs) because you did it dude (laughs) yeah so that has me excited i frankly beyond this point i mean i have a uh uh, my mission pretty much is to get out there and just kind of entertain and move the world um, and make a great living and have freedom to be able to do it my way and uh, and it's coming that way and I like that and that gets me real excited. Beyond that, um, you know, the way I live my life and what I enjoy about my life um, and the reasons I do everything, uh, I don't need much more than that. That makes me happy.
0: I mean, for for our listeners, for me, I can speak for millennials because I am a millennial. I can just say that I had no idea that podcasts were something you could charge for in the in the past. And honestly, knowing that, I probably wouldn't have listened to podcasts. And that's probably why I didn't listen to podcasts until I recently found them a few months ago when I found that they were free things. Because you know what, honestly, millennials, we love our free stuff. We love to get as much value as we can out of something that's free. And so podcasts were a ton of value-packed information-type things I could listen to at any time in my leisure, and it was free. And that's what really stood out to me. So, Scott, I would like to provide for the millennials as well as all of the other listeners who will be listening to this interview a few questions. I want to ask you a few questions to be able to provide them with the most value in the last few minutes of our show. Oh,
1: I thought we were already done with the show. I don't have time to help you, man. What do you think you are, some hot shot? I'm kidding. Go ahead. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I just set him back on his chair right there. <laughs> nah, happy to, man. What, what you got? Throw it at me.
0: All right. Scott, what was holding you back from becoming better? Oh, boy. Um, you know, I think it, it's the same
1: thing that holds everybody back. I mean, um, listen, until we've done it, we don't know how to do it. I don't care what anybody says. Until you put your feet in the pool, you don't know what the temperature of the water is, period. And so, you know, when we, when we get self-improvement, we get we do our personal development or like I started to call it here recently, personal redevelopment Uh, until we begin to do that. We don't know what it's like. And that's why people never get what they want. They go study, they read, they listen to podcasts, they dream, they wish, they hope they're fixing to get ready and they wonder why they never get going. Well, it's simple. You didn't get going. So what was holding me back was the fact that I would have these dreams and I never got it started. Once I finally realized that, that all I had to do was do something, the littlest, smallest thing. Then I took off. And I will tell you to this day, I'm afraid to take action because I know the power of it. Because I know that once it's in my mind, all I have to do is put the blocks together because I already know what it's going to be. And so I think for me... It's just that, and and by the way, I'm the same as you because I'm I'm amping up my my keynoting, and we're taking up to larger keynote events, and got some major corporations talking to me now, and I've not done the real big ones yet. I haven't done the like twenty twenty five thousand dollar keynotes. Am I? I peaked out at about eight or nine now, and and so I want to go up, and I'm scared to death, but I'm not, but I am. You know what I mean by that, right? I haven't done it before, so what holds me back is the same thing I hold everybody else back. We can't fake it till we make it. We got to be real. But we got to be willing to step in and be real bad and stub our toes and make some mistakes and have some failures so we can make some adjustments and move forward. And when we do that, then it all changes. And you'll look around you and you'll see everybody. I I still have tons of people around me that that I have radio friends right now still calling me after, gosh, 15 years saying, hey, man, what do you think about this podcasting thing? You think maybe I should do it? I'm thinking I've been doing podcasting since 2006. Yes, do it.
0: (laughs) Next question. You know what, just to to simply connect with you on what you said, it's easy to sit up and and take notice of what's happening, but what is difficult is actually getting up and taking the action. So Mm -hmm. you are absolutely right. Scott, can you share with us one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success?
1: Um, You know, being very consistent is the first. Uh, can I have a couple of them here? Is that cool? Absolutely. Okay. Being consistent. Um, because uh, that's the first thing you'll say, like, eh, let's relate it back to the podcast world. Uh, I'm there every single day and I'm there constantly. When I was there once a week, I was there at the same time every week. I'm consistent. Uh, it's ritualistic in my behavior. Same thing with working out of the gym. We haven't even talked about that. And that's some of the things that, that I know you're really interested in. If you don't go to the gym and work out every day, you don't get the results you want. So I think consistency is the key. Um, the other thing I think that really has served me well is I, I have the, um, for our Christian friends there, uh, there used to be, I don't know if they still have them, but they had these bracelets that would say WWJD on the bracelet. Did you ever see those bracelets people would wear? Yes. And the bracelet was what, what would Jesus do? Right. Right. And, and so I kind of make a joke. I relate about it to that. Well, not a joke, but I say, I sit down many times and I say, what would Scott do? What would Scott do? And I do this every single day. What would Scott do? So in any situation that comes up, I just ask myself, what would I do? Because I figure I've been around a while. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up as I am anyway. I'm going to do something in a certain way, and I have to trust myself. I may be wrong today. In a year or 10 years, maybe I'll learn my lessons. But at least for now, I'm going to do what I'm going to do anyway, so why fake it? Just decide what I would do. So I consistently and ritualistically try to rely on who I am, make choices from that point of view, and beyond that, I, you know, I, 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 try to, I try to live uh, my life, uh, like my friend says, mostly of moderation and, uh, and have, have occasions of pure excess. And that makes me happy.
0: If you could recommend one book to our listeners, what would your one book be? Um,
1: you know, it's the 10th anniversary of Jack Canfield's Success Principles. And since I'm talking to Millennial, and there are many out there that probably will listen to you, have you read that book yet? I have not. You should. He sat down and really put together these success principles about 10 years ago. It is usually the book that I will recommend to people that are just getting going because it does cover a lot of basics in a really neat, uh, very, very deep way. And he's done an update for the 10th edition. And I'm thinking of it because Jack has re- recently re- reached out to me to be interviewed on my podcast. Um, and I said, well, Jack, we, we don't do interviews, but I could do one for you. <laughs> so, or we hope to have him on soon to support his book launch. So that's what I would recommend. It's always it's a great start for people who maybe don't have a, uh, a real deep background in personal development, and it's a great reminder for those that do. I, I read it about every two years. Do you know if it's on audio version? I don't know that, but I would, I would give it. Knowing Jack Canfield, yeah, I would guess it would be, yeah. I, I would guess, but I can't promise that.
0: I'll have to look into it because I am not a big reader, as most millennials are not. But mm. I know that we like our audio and our video. And unfortunately, since we don't have video books quite—I mean, we do, I guess—we do with with movies. But we have audio books, and I'm a big fan of audiobooks. And
1: how much do you do? You do you do you read? Do you read or just prefer to listen?
0: I prefer so, to listen.
1: Really? I wow. Why? Wow. So I like to listen. I do listen a lot, and uh, I, I, it's background listening. A lot of uh, a lot of millennials like you tend to you you will listen while you're working and stuff. I listen to music when I'm working because it distracts me otherwise, <laughs> but I'm a big book and I, I'm actually a transcript reader. Um, I would, I will always ask you if you've got like a, a weekend seminar, I will always say, you got a transcript. You can send me that and I'll be done in two hours instead of taking a whole weekend to listen to it. Wow. That's another tip. So get used to reading really fast. Um, uh, and, but if you want to, if you want to enjoy it, you yeah, absolutely listen to the spoken word. It's fantastic. It's just not not fast.
0: Writing that one. I'm down. sorry.
1: Did I just tell you what to do? I didn't mean to do that. I really didn't. But uh,
0: that's okay, Scott. I'll take your <laughs> advice because you I try to go to.
1: fast. You know, it's try to be efficient because when we get done with what we're doing, I mean, uh, in this world we live in now, with all the um, the uh, people touching you in so many different channels, I mean, ultimately you have to understand. I'm a freedom junkie, and I like to play. And I was really getting kind of upset maybe about six or seven months ago. And we'll go through spurts like this. We get really busy and we can't do what we want to do. But, you know, a beautiful house in Florida, beautiful wife. You know, I got all the toys here. I got the bike. I got the motorcycle. I, I've got the Jeep and getting ready to customize that. And I've, I've got my new motorhome. It's 38-foot diesel bus. And I, I just bought that. And it's sitting there parked for the past three months. I'm like, wait a second. And I haven't flown an airplane in six months. I'm what? All the things I like to do guess what I'm doing, man? I'm sitting in front of a computer and I'm speaking and I'm training and I'm coaching. I'm loving that because I love that as well. But you always have to remember why you do what you do. And so, you know, really, really one of the reasons that that I got on this little soapbox here is because we're always finding the most efficient ways to rise above the interference that's, that's bogging us down, taking off our agenda onto somebody else's agenda so we can live the life that we choose to. It's just a matter if we remember to do that or not. And I'm the first one to say, whoops, messed up for a few months, but I'm back on track now. Although I'm working tonight at eight o- or at nine o'clock while you're recording this podcast. So what am I doing, man? What are you doing to me?
0: Huh? What are you <laughs> doing to me? I'm taking okay. your your value and giving it to our listeners. Because uh, that's okay.
1: I, yeah, I love so to much. do it. I tell you, I, I, I said earlier, you know, one of my uh, one of my whys in this thing is I really do love to help people. And and I think, and, and you know, we don't really know each other. You sent me a note. And I think I responded right back and forth with you. And then we got on the phone and I went right into coaching mode and had some fun. And and I just that's what happened, right? That's what I do.
0: That was exactly what happened. And there was a lot of edge that was built up and you took it right off. But just chatting with me in the first 10 minutes of our show before we started recording and uh, that I was very appreciative of. Because I was very nervous. My palms were sweaty. My knees were shaking. <laughs> it's, you know, it's wired into me. And
1: that's, that's the thing. And a lot of people don't understand, like, you're very comfortable in the podcast. You've, you've got a good vibe about you on this thing. And, uh, and what's cool about it is that the reason I can do what I do is because I do come across as authentic in a, in a kind of a big, booming way. Um, because I will not record without knowing that I'm there in the groove. And if you ever want to talk about how I get there and make sure I stay there, I, I always do that because I need to make sure I arrive as who I am. And when I do that, you know, I don't have to worry about lying. I don't have to worry about being anybody else. I just, it is who I am. And if I make a mistake, I just say, I'm sorry. And I fix it. and I try again. That's all. And uh, we just follow our path. That's all we can do.
0: Scott, before we end our show, what would be your one piece of parting guidance that you could just bestow upon our listeners? And then, of course, we will need the best way our listeners to connect with you. And then finally, we'll just call it a day.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Three things at once. Okay. Parting advice. Oh, gosh. I think the, I think the, um, the tone you pick up on my Daily Boost podcast is you're not alone. You can do it. Life is short. What are you afraid of? Go do something today. And, and I know that's been around a long time. Uh, and I can't talk you into it. There's no way. In fact, part of my little evil uh, dream and what I work on every single day is since I know I can't talk you into doing it. And I know you're not going to listen to me is maybe there's a way that I can actually do it within the podcast that will just get you to do it anyway and intrinsically inspire that spark from within to get you to go out there and create the life of your dreams because it is possible and it sometimes doesn't happen today. It might take 10 years to get there, but it will happen. And you know, maybe it won't be exactly what you thought it was going to be, but who are you to think that, you know, so well today, exactly what your life should be in 10 years. You've never been there before. You're still guessing based on what you've heard and what you've learned when you put your feet in the pool, you'll figure it out. That's why the, the, the big part of advice that we'll give you is we just have to kind of you know, have a little faith, a little courage, get close to our why, lean into it, and start working on it. And if it, you know, if it doesn't work out, we make adjustments along the way. We commit to finding our way, not to the way we're going to go. We just commit to know we're going to do it, and it'll get there when it gets there, and, and we'll be okay. And that's why the last piece of advice is what you hear me say all the time. I said it in the show already. I knew it would come up again. Stand up, take a step, keep repeating until you get what you want. There is no reason to stop. If you stop, you become average and mediocre. You become like everybody else. And, and, and when you get to my age, so I'm going to talk to you guys who are 25, 26, 30, in that age, you have a choice. You can get to be 55 like I am, and you can be stodgy, and you can be boring, or you can have all the energy in the world. You can do CrossFit. You can do fun stuff. You can still be living large and have all your old friends look at you like, what are you doing? You can, hey, you have a choice. If you don't do what you want to do, you will not be happy when you cross into the fifth decade of your life. If you follow the path, you'll be wonderfully happy. Now that's that's the best advice I can give you, man. And I can do it because i crossed to the other side and I've walked it every step of the way and I'm just getting more excited every single day. I'm, I'm now going to my doctor more just to make sure I'm gonna live a long time because now I got plans, you know, I got plans.
0: Scott, can you give the best way everyone can connect with you?
1: Sure. Well, first off, you know, the way to get to know me a little bit um, is to certainly listen to the Daily Boost podcast. It is only on iTunes right now. We're going to get it on Stitcher and everywhere else. So That's the first place where you can connect with me. I want you to do that first and foremost. Um, the other way to do it, uh, you can go to my website, motivationtomove.com, all spelled out. Now, we're updating that website. It's, I'm just going to tell you because with uh, 700,000 downloads, and I've got a website that really doesn't represent what we're doing. But you can go there as well. Uh, there's a contact form. You can shoot me a note there. But I'm going to give you my personal email address. This works for me just fine. So if you guys want to reach out, you can always send it to scott at motivationtomove.com. And, um, I will sort it out and I'll get back with you on that one. And, uh, I'm happy to hear from you, but go to the podcast first. I think there's no sense in, in really, um, really com- beginning any kind of, uh, dialogue with me until you know who I am. And once you know who I am, then I can get to know you and we get there really fast. And I'd love to love to meet you someday.
0: Scott, thank you so much for joining us today and for helping us get just a little better. Remember, Even though we may be content with our current situation, there is always room to be better. Now it's time to become the best you.
1: Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks for listening to the Bent on Better podcast at www.bentonbetter.com.